Greetings, fellow investigators. Welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is The Two-Headed Serpent. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, Paul Fricker, and Scott Dorward, with editing by Mike Mason. It's available from the Chaosium website. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is episode 40. Now for the recap. You're listening to WITV Radio. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew? All right. Thank you very much, Tom. So this is, in true Indiana Jones fashion, the red line is going across the map, going across from India, right over the Indian Ocean, heading over Africa, heading over the South Atlantic, and heading towards this little island about 100 miles off, uh, off the coast of Brazil. You have plenty of time and uh, on your hands and i think uh gerhardt requested something last time about uh, swooping down over an african village and draining them dry of all their magic points <laughs> so you have you have time what exactly do you want to do on the way well what gerhardt what do you need to drain these people do you have to touch them oh the staff and my newfound power just hover above the village and I'll suck out the energy. 
Well, we're, we're flying over it in the middle of the night, so that makes it easy, we'll just I suppose. Hover over it for about, what, 15 minutes, maybe? Right. This, this won't kill them now, Gerhard. Will no, they? no, not at all. They'll be a little lethargic the next day. They're not wielding spells or fighting monsters or saving the world. What about babies? Okay. What about babies? Well, if babies only have one or two of these magic points and you drain 10, what happens to the babies? They're completely fine. It stops draining that from them when... And I just get flustered, you know, like, we need to go to the village. Well, I don't like it, but we'll do it. And I'll just, I'll hover above the village. Maybe a hundred feet. Okay. So you're, you're coming in relatively high. Say, but you'll, be, you'll still be seen by, by everyone as you approach. Because uh, these, these things, when they slow down, if you remember over Iceland, you could hear them coming so that they could thud, 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 thud through the air and then uh, come to a stop. Uh, you can easily find a village of about 50 people, so something pretty small, almost a hamlet rather than a village. So how long do you want to try and drain? As long as I can. How I have high no... up are we? 100, 100 feet. Yeah. Can we hear loud screaming? Well, it depend, depends on what happens with the roll first. So. Okay. I, I, I lean over to Adi. Um, if there's loud screaming from below, we should just take off and maybe find another village. Yeah. Right, Gerhardt wants to give me a roll. Um, using the augmented skill you are looking for, because it is mythos, so effectively it's one part of the combination, uh, you need to roll under a fifth of your mythos. Oh, seven. So that's extreme. Now, mm -hmm. Ger Gerhardt to the group, nobody will get hurt ever. I don't personally give to... Gerhardt doesn't give two shits what happens. Not because they're African, not because it's a village, because it's the end of the fucking world if I don't do this. If there's a casualty or two, there's a casualty or two. Okay, the, the big question then will be how many rounds do you want to keep this going for? So after the third round, I look at Gil and I say, if we could stop in another village, it will help these people. It's up to you. And then I, I go back to draining. All right, I'll move on. I okay. can probably see the lights in the distance from villages. I don't want to hurt anyone, but at the end of the day, He's doomed. He gave up his soul. He's saving the planet. That's his only concern. Nothing else, nothing else matters to him except putting a, his fist through that queen's ass. Ew. That came out wrong, but you know what <laughs> I, mean. I was going to say she might like that. You never know. <laughs> well, if you're harvesting for three rounds and there's 50 people, that's 150 right there. Uh, rather than do another roll, I'll let it ride. And if you want to do the same amount from the next, basically the next village along, similar kind of size, that's another 150. So add on 300 uh, to your Kane's total. Excellent. While all that's going going on, I'm just sort of like chilling on the on the sphere. And um, 
I go over to Gabe, Gabe, and I put one of my um, serpent head things on his shoulder and go, hey, it's a two-headed serpent. <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> well, it's a serpent with two heads. That'd be pretty scary, right? Like, seeing that. And it, uh, why am I British? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's, it's developing like a transatlantic accent. Did, 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 did Agnes yeah. get like hammered or something on our way over here? Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, yeah, it's I'm, something I'm that Gerhardt did. No, oh, it, Magnus should be bruised all over too, right? Oh yeah, I I definitely am. Like I'm, and my hands are like still probably a little bit burned from using the flame cannons for as long as I did on the, on the thing. You can, as in your kind of semi inebriated state, then, um, and as you're playing around with that poor severed head, um, you can give me a power roll. Cute. Uh, pass. Okay. Yeah, you're. You've kind of questioned yourself a couple of times, and you think, is that head looking at me? You see, the eyes just look uh, almost like, well, you thought they were pointing left one time and now they're pointing right but just giving you this kind of accusatory stare duck 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 oh, oh yes mm. is it just me or do, are those eyes moving not not gabe the other one <laughs> no oh <laughs> Yeah, Gabe is like pressing himself up against the edge of the glass as you're kind of staring him in the eyes at that oh, point, saying, my, my eyes I, are fine, I think. I do believe that head is dead there, Magnus. And not very moving. dead. And I, I go up to the head, I'm like, I'm watching you. I've got eyes in the back of my head. Hey, the, the snake people blink. No. Uh, yeah, I'd say that they they can blink because snakes do blink. I don't think snakes can blink. I thought they did. I, I thought they had they have, uh, think, very thin I membranes. Think, I think they do. I don't know. Just to be safe, I'm gonna put this in a box, and I go and put them in a in a compartment or something that I'm sure. Yeah, that's gonna start in. to really smell badly in a day. <sighs> mm -hmm. It's fine. I'll I'll tan it when we get back. Adi, I think I've gotten enough from these people. All right. Let's Snakes get on. do have a thin membrane. That they can add. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought, we, uh, thought, it, thought it did. You're a thin membrane, Connor. Let's, let's, let's fly on. I, I'm flying, so. Okay. Just before the engines get going then, again, Magnus is fairly sure that you, can al you almost think from the box, you almost think you can hear this venomous hiss come from it. Which head is is this the head that I picked up in um is it is it uh Canning's head or is it the other head? Oh which, which one are you playing with? Uh let's go with the, the head that I got um from the pyramid. Yeah, then in which case it's that one that's hissing at you. Okay. Can any can can anybody else hear that? Hear what? The the hissing noise coming from the box. You did you joke. It just I, might I, be the altitude, Magnus, affecting your ears. And may I? 
Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Pick it up. There's a, a slightly stinking, slight, uh, slightly beginning to mummify head because it's been carried halfway around the world and back by now. A Cthulhu and an occult combined mythos roll on it and see if there's anything that could be. Um, yeah, you can give me a mythos roll. 22, which would be a hard. I'll send you a private message and then see if you want to relay what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to I'm going to bank it a little bit so that we're doing this as we're flying. Oh, nice! Well, this is much better. Try to put everybody to sleep. It's just something about moving like this just feels right these days, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant! <coughs> going to a dive. Do I notice? Uh, Gerhard taking a uh, uh, special interest in the snake head? Oh yeah, I think it's pretty blatant as he picks the thing up and has a good look into its eyes and let her strokes the scaly head. Ooh, wait, what? Me? Mm -hmm. are, 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 you, are you sensing something about the head, Gerhard? I just smile and I toss it <laughs> I toss it back to Magnus. I said, don't worry. It's still looking at you. There you go. <laughs> I'm a punch. <laughs> hey, hey, Magnus. Oh, wait, if I see you raise your fist, I go, that, 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 that. See, I knew there was something with it. I knew there was something with it. <laughs> You, and I look at Connor, I go, remember when he was fucking with one of our gods? Oh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. I examine the head with, with my Cthulhu mythos? It's, yeah. it's starting to get up I, there. I believe, I believe Magnus has angered Yig on more than one occasion now. <laughs> oh. oh, maybe I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and I say the little Yig prayer. Mm -hmm. Oh, what the heck. I'll, I'll just roll Cthulhu Mythos just for the hell of it. Fuck it. And I'm going to do it now as well because I've got some <laughs> 27. Ooh, I could spend three luck and make that work. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to, yeah, I, I I'll, got a 30. I'll stay in the dark. I'm not spending the luck. I've got 30 Ignorance and my Cthulhu bliss. Mythos is 23, so I'll spend the luck. Well, with what I said, can they get a bonus dice or maybe they couple points won't matter because I've given them half of it. Yeah, you are pointing them in the right direction. I'll, I'll give you a bonus die, see if you get the okay. the other one rolls lower. Oh yeah, that does it. <laughs> Roll, rolled 27 again. Ow! I got a 22, so I'm yeah, I got uh, yeah, okay. a regular yeah, pass. That, yeah, that uh, between you and the good doctor, you have really shoved the middle finger up at a um, at a god by removing uh, by removing its curse that god isn't going to be pleased so as you're effectively walking around with a serpent a big one that could be considered a conduit for the god's power because remember that is the father of all snakes so if it wanted to get back at you 
it could potentially act through this. It could be just doing something very small at the minute by just messing with you. I, or I stop and put my hand. Sorry, I mean I stop and put my hand up. Yig is telling me you must cover yourself in chicken fat, naked, and bury it under a full moon to remove the curse and dance around for an hour. That seems a lot more complicated than just taking the shots that, that the good doctor was giving you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, well, just for this, this head will haunt you until you do that. That's the and fucking head. head. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to be like, um, all right, so I'm going to, and I just throw both heads out the window. <laughs> oh, there goes your chance. Do you throw uh, Canning's head out as well? I do throw Canning's head as well. Okay, so part of Canning will forever rest in the uh, the dense jungle Somewhere in Africa. Africa. Yeah. yeah. So mental note: if I ever run a game set in Africa, they're going to come across this very weird emaciated head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to lie lie back down for a for a nap. Mm. I'm going to sleep off this uh, this drunkenness before mm. we get to Snake Island. Well, I'll say you've got plenty of time. So is anyone else wanting to use the travel time to do anything else? Um, I guess I have to take turns with somebody. Maybe uh, uh, Dr. Belenz. Certainly. Because it's too too long for me to do this all myself. Mm -hmm. Sure, oh, Gabe I'll take I'll say Gabe offers as well, just to say that I can stay awake longer than, longer than you guys. Well, apart from the boss, obviously, now he's, now he's one of us. Oh, um, Connor, um, would you be interested in, in a serum similar? Hell to... no. <laughs> no? Okay. Just wanted to put it out there. He likes his snakiness. A Hulk snake. <sighs> All right. Well, yeah, be Dr. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Dr. Valenz, if you want to take over for a while, I'd like to get a nap at least. Oh, certainly. I'll, I'll take like... a five-hour five nap. That's usually pretty good for me. So I'm going to go take a nap. Mm -hmm. Okay. Time passes. You continue across uh, across Africa and then over the big blue and then heading towards the coast of Brazil. So are you planning to go directly to Snake Island? Where, where on the coast of Brazil is it? Is it up north or down south? It's gone midway down the South American coast. All right. So uh, Santos, which is the nearest port, is quite far on uh, quite far south in Brazil itself. So that puts it uh, kind of yeah, kind of about halfway down South Africa. Um, I keep saying South Africa, South, South America, America as a continent. Right. Well, we'll probably see Sao Sao Paulo, um, the lights from it for sure. Um, mm, not really, because Snake Island's a hundred miles offshore. So it's far too far to see that. I Where? see. Well, I was thinking that we would just start, we would hit there and then start going south. Or, or um, you could just go beeline straight to the island. Yes, I, I guess we can. Gerhardt can guide us at least towards the, or he was trying to, as I recall. Yeah, I believe time is of the essence at this point. Yeah, we're going yeah. 300 miles an hour. But if we <laughs> stop off at that lab, we might be able to take out a couple more operatives. We Love need to that. end this whole, uh, Matt, refresh my memory, the- um, The research center? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there is, 
from the paperwork that Connor stole from Medem Safe, there was reference of a Caduceus field uh, field station in Santos. In Santos. So you'd why be going. We, why don't we not alert the people on Snake Island that we're here? And just go to Snake Island. If we go to Santos and we attack those people, then they might wire something to the Snake Island and they'll be ready for us when we get there. But then again, nobody listens to me. So what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm with you. I, th I say we go directly to the island. Gabe, you agree, right? Yes, boss. We could, uh, we could split up. I don't want to split up, but... I don't see a mile split up. Like paradrop out of the vessel? I'm just trying to prolong my date with Nyarlathotep. And one little stop off adds an extra couple hours to my life. So, Isn't there anything we can do, Gerhard? There must be something. I, uh, I don't know. In all the stuff that you've read, isn't there some way to get rid of Nyarlathotep? Well, the way it was, give him somebody better to play with. But um, And I look... I kind of, I just look back out the window. What, what, what about the, the, the snake queen? Maybe. Do, do, uh, I'll try and commune with him later. Do I, he seemed pretty pissed off. It's just the snake queen is vastly you, you, more powerful. You did offer her at the time, though. I remember you saying when, when yeah. you were there. Do I still have that dagger or did it vanish? You've still got it, but part of the requirement is to to use it that he has to be present because you have to offer the uh, the victim up as a sacrifice to Nyarlathotep to then drain the power from the victim. And how long and how how long does that spell take to call Nyarlathotep? Uh, have you got the uh, oh, call Nyarlathotep spell? I thought when with the dagger. Oh, no, maybe while, while he liked you doing it. Um, I can call every other freaking elder god on the planet, but Nyarlathotep. See if one of them has his number. I mean, I can call Gatamathoa and see what the queen's doing over there. Jesus. And we all turn into mummies. Yeah, there is a small downside to that plan. Forever hovering and flying over the ocean. Perpetually. Yeah, I don't think I can call him. At the moment, it seems like you've got two votes for heading to um, heading to Snake Island. Oh, so we're not counting Gabe's vote now? <laughs> well, I'm mainly thinking that those those are the important ones that count. <laughs> I go on an insane murder spree through, through the streets of Sao Paulo. Maybe he'll come and watch. I can talk to him. No, but I'll try and contact them in a dream state later. Mm -hmm. Well, what does Magnus and Dr. Valenz and Doomed Gerhardt say? I'm, I'm easy. I don't or, mind if we go to Sao Paulo or if we go to um, you mean the other Snake place, Island. Santos. That's fine. That's, mm -hmm. yeah. 
I do like the idea of getting the drop on Snake Island, but I would like to give Gerhard as much life as possible. He, he does not deserve this fate. I'm split. One hour or two hours difference. Yeah. He's in the same one. It's not your hours. But let's go to the island. Fuck it. Okay, so that's three. Going to the island. <laughs> going to the island. Okay. So now the question is can you describe your method of approach? I'm looking for things like speed, because you're not set at default, it only goes 300 miles an hour. It can go at any speed it wants. Right. And also altitude. Because one of the things that might affect your decision, um, the, this you can get for free before answering this. When you start to get about 50 miles out from the island itself, you can see that the, basically the storm clouds are on the horizon. It looks like the area is being beaten up a bit by some fairly bad wind, rain, and there's the occasional bit of thunder and lightning that you can see in here. Well, now, my... there is... Oh, say, there is the option if you want to go straight there that's perfectly fine up to you another option is you could wait um give me if everyone's give uh, give me an int roll and if anyone gets a uh, well even just a regular success will be fine on this so it's unlikely 67 anyway. is a regular success kind of hard you um you, you think probably the storm will pass in a couple of hours so you can either wait a couple of hours and go in with clear skies or You've got Those. a storm, which could provide you cover, potentially, but might make the ride a bit more dangerous. All right. Well, here's, here's the problem I can foresee. I'm still not 100% sure of how this technology uh, levitates us. Uh, I'm sure that there's some way that it's counteracting the effects of gravity. However, if this ship is hit by lightning, I have absolutely no idea what it could do. We're not um, grounded. What's the ship made out of again? Well, mostly aluminum. But oh, uh, the thing <laughs> is, is that it could disrupt the uh, the electrical magnetic pulse, and we could go straight into the ocean. Um, if we're a thousand feet up, that's bad. If we're ten feet off the ground and going three hundred miles an hour, that's really bad too. Um, maybe we should wait until it clears. You know, in that case, we could head to Santos. You know, that's only 20 minutes away from the island. There and back. Yeah. Well, you said it was 100 miles, so. Yeah, so you can do that in 20 minutes. Right. Um, why don't we go there then and wait and see, see what's going on in Santos and uh, wait out the storm? Because I kind of want to approach, like, 10 feet off the water. I have a I funny feeling that, that if we're, if we're close to the ground, they um, can't see us. I don't think the storm is a natural storm. Why would you say that? Because we've seen some weird shit. Hmm. Like from, as, as odds got hard, I'd, I'd put you having a, at least a bit of knowledge of weather. This does honestly look perfectly normal. It's not like there's just right. big black clouds circling this part of the island. Okay, they okay. also extend further up the coast as well. This is just a <laughs> natural storm. Tropical storm. There's tropical storms every day, probably. Mm. A little paranoid um, there, Magnus? 
Can we? Uh, I'm can related we say, to you. I'm always paranoid. Can we say that it's fairly early in the morning? And I assume that maybe by the afternoon, sometime the the storm will clear up. Yeah, that works. That works for me. So let's come out. Come up up to uh, Santos low. Oh, lower high. Well, this is this. Go ahead. This is this is also pre-radar, so maybe uh, mm -hmm. drawing at nighttime would be splendid. What's would radar? We, we, yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, uh, a nighttime raid was quite successful by those German zeppelins back in World well, War One. Yes, but or the Great. Wait, this is the second one. Since we've no, got no, the Great we, War. Since we've got snazers, the they probably have snadar. Uh, oh, the, <laughs> the, the one advantage of going low is that it will give you significantly less chance of being spotted. You come in high, there is a much greater chance of yeah. people seeing you. So I will try and skirt around Santos. Is there jungle all around it? It's not that built up. Um, Santos is partly on an island. So it's well, I need to find um, kind of a secluded spot that we can park our ship and. Adi, would this be submergible? Oh, probably, but there's there's intake valves for oxygen, so I don't think so. Uh -huh. I think we'd end up flooding it. Right. But that's that a cool be, idea. Yeah, though you could. That, that'd be great, right? Damn. Yeah. Hello. Beowulf too. Yeah. Right. There's nothing particularly spoilerish on this, so I'm going to try and get the map to fit the screen as best I can, and I'll show you the kind of the area that you're looking at. So Santos is here, which corresponding with your silhouette of South America puts it about here. So that's about halfway down the down the overall continent. Right. And then the little uh, insert you've got here. It's it's almost like Manhattan Island in a way, but except to going north south, it's going east west. So Santos is on this peninsula, but it is mostly it is an island itself. The river just um, so you've got the sea going down to the south, and you've got two rivers that go either way around it. There is this green area, uh, this good, uh, forest land or forest woodland off to the west. So you could do pretty much what you did in. Um, in India and just drop yourselves in the woodland outside the city. All right. If it looks if it looks safe. If we yeah, were I mean, actually it... encounter a cave or something and we could park inside the cave or Yeah, uh, give me a party luck roll and see if you're lucky enough. Who's got the lowest luck? Seventy five on mine. Ninety two here. I'll do so I'm gonna next. I believe my 51 is going to be the lowest. Still got more than 30, so you're safe for the moment. Slightly, slightly better than a coin toss. Mm -hmm. 48. Slightly better than a coin toss. There we go. All right. In which case, you have a cave that is big enough for you to land in. Ah, perfect. All right. We'll land in the cave and then once again camouflage. Gabe, mm -hmm. are you going to stay with the ship? Yep, I'll uh, I'll keep an eye on that. And um, he taps the uh, the box next to him, the half-drang device, and says, "Make sure this doesn't fall into anyone's hands." Right. Yeah. And likewise, he'll stay with uh, mittens as well, unless uh, Gerhardt wants to take 
take the cat anywhere? No. It's not taking um, the cat into danger. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I sent you a message a little while ago. Oh, okay. Just one thing I missed on the, the thing. Um, yeah, let's leave the cat because I, I'm not in the right mind to look after it. All right. So let's, uh, let's, once again, I'm in red, uh, red plaid. In the heat. <laughs> in the heat. I got to get some more clothes. <laughs> in response to Gerhardt's PM then, uh, I think that might be in the grimoire, so let me have a quick check in there. Oh. Otherwise, well, it, might be just, it might be just a note about something that you found about that. We can get that. some transportation into, uh, into Santos. Mm-hmm. Uh, arriving on the outskirts, as you've done, um, it's going to be a similar kind of deal for when you arrived outside Calcutta, that if you get so far into the, into the urban area, you can then pick up a taxi or the equivalent thereof, and then that will get you into the main, the main part of town. Uh, this is a port town, so there is plen- uh, there's plenty of commerce that takes place around there. The rest of the uh, um, town is, well, as, as per any other city, it does strike you as being quite international. That there is quite uh, quite a presence here of uh, lots of different cultures. Being being a port, yeah. not really so uh, not really surprising in that respect. This is the one time when my acrobat again decides to run out of memory and stops me opening anything. Don't worry about it, then. <laughs> all right. Okay, so uh, between the two, uh, between probably two taxis, you can all make your way into um, into town. Has, uh, you have the you have the address of the field office. Because remember that's on the letter, so where? Give me an idea of where you want to go. You things you've got the port, you've got uh, suburbs if you want residential, you've got the field office. Where? What do you want to look for? I think. Do you think we should at least scope out the field office? Yeah, my thoughts are: I want to put an end to every last one of these agents that knows about the island. Because if we can't destroy it and we only temporarily stop it, at least the knowledge will be done. They won't know to go back there in a hundred years. How, how big is this facility we're going to? Do we know? We don't know, that's what we gotta scope out. So my suggestion would be if it's something that's not too massive, their phone lines coming out of it might be just at one point in which as we're entering, one of us could, you know, give the team five minutes and then cut the wires. That's really smart. Very smart. I can do that. I know exactly what to look for. All right, well, let's let's head on out. We got the address, so. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, taxi. Okay. Gil, for future endeavors, you should work on a little portable device that jams signals. I got to know what the, I, I, I suggested that. I got to know what the signal is that I'm jamming first. Radio waves. If, we, if we'd have had the crown and the scepter and all of that, we could have, I could have tested to see if we could find the signal and then jam it. But alas, apparently Caduceus has that and the queen has the scepter. The other way around. The other way around. 
Oh, yeah, the other way around. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're heading to the Caduceus Santos office, um, so between your two uh, two taxis to get you there, um, you well, do you want to pull up outside it, or are you instructing them to drive on past it? A couple of blocks away. But drive past it so we could take a look at it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not going to know. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. As you drive on past, then, you can't miss it. It's a bloody big warehouse. Um, there's a simple entrance that you see that goes out onto the main street. Um, it looks like a normal two-door two swing open that would go into a reception. In fact, it has reception above the, above the door itself. There's a couple of windows, one either side of it. Yeah, it looks like, a, it looks like your average warehouse. Can I make a suggestion to everyone? Gerhardt, yes. you could walk right through the front door, walk up to reception and say, who's in charge here? I want to complain. Because you could probably speak Portuguese, can't you? Uh, I'll give you five minutes with a... Give me five minutes. Bullets, how to speak Portuguese. <laughs> I start talking... Intro. Yeah, I was going to say, I started talking to the cab driver probably mm -hmm. from the first. Uh, 27 out of 70, it's how hard. Okay, so give me 2d10. Uh, 1 out of 3. Okay, yeah, so you got 14 points then. You could find out who's, who's in charge, who's running the place, and get them to come to the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> And then what if it's like Gabe's cousin and he doesn't know a damn thing about what's going on? It seems like most of these snake people don't know about what's going on at all. We kill them. We kill everyone in that fucking building and then we move on. And I get out of the cab and I start walking towards the thing and I point up at wires going to the building and I just go through the door. All right. So I'm going to go out and look like I'm working on the wires. Okay. Uh, can I have another group luck roll, please? <laughs> I hope it's not snake eyes. Well, Tom. Uh, oh, 11 would be uh, all right, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's, it's a doubles. Oh, no. You know, both things are the same number. Uh, it's a very low number, if that makes oh. you feel better about it. Uh, Is it very round? One of them's a zero, and the oh. other one is a zero. That's not a low number. <laughs> well, the individual dies is very yeah, zero. low. It's a zero. <laughs> oh, right. Could be um, snake luck. That's, uh, that, that makes it pretty easy for me. I'll, I'll make, it, make this somewhat blatant then. Um, as you pull up and Gerhardt gets out, you stick out like a sore thumb. Uh, there are plenty of people around that evidently notice your arrival. That's just out on the street. So and then he heads into the building. Uh, odds going up the the side to where the uh, where the phone line connects into it. Yeah. Uh, what's everyone else doing? I will walk closely behind Gerhard. But behind Gerhard, I'm mm -hmm. not, not, not. Okay, so um, you, you, you're both going in then. I'm going to stay 
with the um with the the cab like stay here for a second just in case i need to uh boot him and drive him off <laughs> uh in that case i'll uh go and kind of stand near gilly just to kind of watch his back and make sure no one goes up and tries to shank him Okay. No, with, with the amount of scissors he's got, no one is going to try and shank him because he could perforate them so many times over. It's silly. Why do you have so many? I, I... Yeah, I need oh, okay. Right, as in which case, then, as Connor and Magnus, you are looking out and looking around, you can both give me spot hidden rolls. Um, hard pass. A 22 is also a hard pass. Okay, both of you then notice on the other side of the road, uh, this is kind of like a warehouse. It's kind of semi-warehouse and shop district. This is more a commercial street that you're on. Um, you do notice that there is a, uh, a young boy on the other side of the road, probably very early teens, if not, if not slightly younger. Um, you can see that he, so just leaning up against the wall, sees you pull up. And then he kind of almost does a bit of a double take and you can almost see the penny drop behind his eyes. And at that point he is off like a jackrabbit. He just turns and runs Ooh, straight I'm down. Okay. Alley. I'm after him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That will turn into a chase then uh, between, uh, between you guys. And Magnus, are you chasing along with Connor or are you staying with odd? Um, just, I'll go with him just so that I got Connor this. does. Just so Connor doesn't eat the kid. Um. <laughs> no, I don't have time, sir, for one thing. <laughs> no, I better watch Gilly, so I'll let, I'll let Connor have his fun for today. Okay. Uh, we'll do with Connor first, then. So if Connor wants to give me a con roll to start off the chase, or okay. see if And I get a bonus dice because of my insane speed. Okay, well, that turned a failure into an extreme success. 89 to an 09. Yay. Okay, so your, your speed increases by one. What is your speed? Uh, at that point, with the one increase, it'd be eight. Okay, um, there is going to... Or actually, wait wait a minute. So with insane speed, my extreme success gives me plus two speed, doesn't it? Yep, then there's there's no chase because you're higher, you're higher than, the yep. per, than the person's That's running away from you. So you catch them by the time they get just to the end of the alley. And yeah, it's as, uh, as Gerhardt uh, demonstrates, grab him by the scruff of the neck and he's, you can kind of hold him up and it's that kind of cartoon moment of the, uh, the arms are swinging, but they can't, get, uh, they can't get close to you and the legs are kicking away. And he's, he's not going anywhere. Do you speak English? I, he replies in a string of Portuguese that you're pretty sure has some words that a kid that young shouldn't be speaking. By the, uh, by the way, they by the way they sound. Is there anybody else in the alleyway with us? Give me luck, roll. If he eats this kid, I swear to God. Hey, <laughs> that's a success. Okay, your choice. Do you want there to be someone else there? No. Okay, you, you are alone. You can see people are passing by the ends of the alleyways on either side of you, but that's that's quite a distance away. You have nice... Uh, nice since I've never done this before and we're here to kill Caduceus people, uh, and I don't really have the time for this, 
and I've always wanted to try it. I'm going to uh, murder him with my fangs. So. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to put rolls on this because you, you're holding him and he's a small, uh, small target. Uh, you drop him and you put him straight in him. Uh, you feel his, his life like just dwindle and disappear in, uh, in your arms. And you have this limp, lifeless body of this, yeah, what you think is probably like a 11, 12-year-old kid. Huh. Um, give me a... Uh, no, I won't put it down. So like you've, you've cold-blooded murdered him. Um, as you're holding him, you feel something uh, crackle in his pockets, uh, like as if there's some paper in there. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Okay, it's a single sheet of paper that he's had folded several times over. Uh, it's all written in Portuguese, but you've got something in there. But you you notice that there are six distinct sections, almost like six paragraphs that go down the page. We're going to assume it's describing us. There's no names, but yeah, well, six though. So maybe five descriptions of some, some other command. Mm-hmm. Is there any address on here? The sixth paragraph does have something that looks a bit like an address. Because there's, there's lots of commas in it that breaks, that breaks up a particular line, as if it was an address being written down, yeah. But Okay, well, I'm going to, um, well, just dump the kid somewhere. Um, You've got a whole blank alley. Yeah, and then that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to somebody on the street, and I'm going to point at the address, Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you show me where this is? Okay. Um, calling on luck a fair bit here, but there is a chance if you're call, uh, calling upon an adult, they might know English. So again, give me a luck roll. Nope. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you start doing lots of hand gestures with uh, the first person you come across. And they're kind of, you're pointing at the address bit. They kind of vaguely click on what you're talking about, and then they point in a particular direction. All right, well, uh, thanks. <laughs> okay, there's this kind of a bewildered kind of nod of the head and smile, and then a backing away from the scary individual that's, uh, that's here. Is <laughs> there mm-hmm. anywhere around that has I don't see any places with maps or anything. Uh, this is a commercial area. If you want, uh, let's say there are shops around here. Um, if you want to spend a few minutes looking around, you can probably find one. Okay, I will do so. I just want to work out where where he was trying to run to before I caught him. Okay, we'll skip back to uh, back to the warehouse. Outside, you can take care of the phones without a problem. Uh, with that many scissors, you can probably cut your way through the wall if you wanted to. So heading on, uh, also for Magnus's benefit as you're keeping watch, there's no one else that seems to be interfering with you. And Connor has uh, very much run away, and he's not, not come back yet. But, right, Gerhardt and the good doctor, you go in. I want to throw the doors open and walk in in loud, yeah, almost yelling voice, but I'm going to purposely try and mix my words. So I'm going to go in saying... Don't you see how happy I am? Bring out all your kangaroos. I want to see your head kangaroo. Because I'm not speaking, you know, they're going to think that I'm not understanding the language enough to cause confusion and get a, a head count. 
yelling loud enough where people should open doors and slam on the counter. I need to see your head kangaroo. I need his husband now. Okay. Um, you storm, storm in then and come into this reception room. You can see there's a big rectangular desk in front of you, which evidently seems to be like the receptionist desk. There's a couple of doors uh, that, well, actually one that goes off immediately to your right, which is shut, which just says private on the door. And then beyond that, there's a short corridor, which then opens out without any door. It's just a doorway at the end of the corridor, opens out into what looks like a fully stocked warehouse. You can see just this wall of uh, wooden crates that blocks your vision of the, in the rest of the interior of the building. But then before that opening, you can see another two uh, office doors. Well, one, one that looks like an office door and then one that opens up that has a uh, toilet symbol on it. And the place is empty, at least the immediate reception. You, you bellow that out and there's Mary Celeste response. Mary, so I don't... As in the place is deserted, so nothing. Oh, okay. Um, I bang a couple more times on the countertop. Nobody comes. I know, if you bang a couple more times, yeah. you can hear there, there is noise coming from down the, um, in the warehouse area. And slowly you can hear footsteps coming towards you. And this slightly portly gentleman dressed in a uh, cream linen suit and a Panama hat uh, comes walking down the corridor, uh, looking a little bit perplexed. Uh, tilts his head to one side. Just, um, and then in Portuguese, responds, can I help you, sir? I need to speak to your head kangaroo now. I'm very mad about the coffee situation. Give me a psychology roll. Oh, okay. Uh, 46 out of 55, so just barely a success. There is a look of recognition in his eyes as if he, uh, as if he looks both at you and the doctor, oh. and there is a penny drop. Prior, prior to anyone coming in, I want to use my super stealth and sneakiness and kind of dodge to the side and hide so I can observe the conversation. So okay. as soon as uh, I you'd, see you'd be hiding, you'd be hiding behind the reception desk. Then that's the best place for you to sure. hide. Okay. Excellent. As, as soon as I see the penny drop, I, I cast command. Oh, dominate! You mean dominate? Dominate. What's your command? Stay. Don't move. Okay, uh, um, I think you have cast this before, haven't you? Because you did it on the police. Yeah. So you don't need to do the hard power roll initially, but you do need to give me an opposed power roll against him. All right. Uh, Twenty-three out of two hundred. Uh, Two hundred and fifty. Yeah, that's uh, unless he rolls an O one, that's the only chance that he he has now. Sixty is not an O one, so he stops. I walk up to him and take the dagger out and put it up to his throat. Move and you will die in Portuguese. How many people are here? You can move uh, he your lips. Looks, he looks pretty shocked. The command only lasts the one round, but it's enough yeah. for you to get close and then do that. Uh, there's just, uh, just me. I push it a little bit just to get a little trickle. 
I'm the, I'm the only man here. That's 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 it. I'm asking for snakes. How many fucking snakes are here? You can see he deflates. So it is you then. Yeah, there are there are four others out back. Call them. Do you mind if I turn around and yell, or I'm going to yell in your face? I don't want to give you any provocation to. Uh... Yell or die. Yell in my face. Uh, he yells in Natal, uh, in the car rather. Uh, come on out. I slice his throat and drop him. Okay. Uh, this. Give me a dex roll to see if you can do it before he can act. If he sees you're about to do that, he's going to do something. Remember, I have it here. All I got to do is pull the blade back. True. It's just if there is a chance that he might get a chance to do something. 56 out of 60. I will spend luck if necessary. I mean, I pass, but um, if it's mm -hmm. opposed. I've got a regular success. I have regular too, so it goes to okay. the attacker be i think you'll have him anyway because you have a honestly you have a slightly lower dex than him but you're acting fairly quick so i'm going to say you you're going to cut him anyway not sure he's going to be able to uh yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say you uh you cut him give but you can give me a fighting brawl roll it's not going to be a coup de gras all right uh oh freaking one baby Okay, it is a coup de grace. <laughs> that makes it easier then. Um, you actually see him then as he's about to move. Uh, the way he's moving and the gesture he makes, he was going to cast a spell that you have cast before. He was going to try and cast Fist of Yogg-Sothoth to kind of push oh. you out of the way. Good thing but you, you just slice his throat open and he just goes, Immediately goes up to uh, to hold his uh, to hold his throat, and he is gurgling as he comes back, as he as he falls backwards. Uh, there are four sets of running footsteps coming at you from the uh, from the interior of the of the warehouse. Now I hold the dagger to my hand and wait for them, and I go, I, I go, doctor, get the boys. Okay, so I'll uh, I'll quickly jet out the uh, the door, and call uh, Magnus and Adi over. The second I see them. Okay. You hear the call. I've got to get down off the pole. Oh, you can, you can have been down before because it doesn't take that long. Okay. Well, Magnus is in my way. He's, he's muted. He's been very, very quiet. <laughs> I'll run over. I know. It's like, wow. All right. So once he goes, I'll, I'll calm down. All right. In which case, when Magnus gets to the door, um, Odd will be run round behind. As you're if, if you say you're still up there, and then you're now climbing down. I'm uh, I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm a little cautious. These guys are far more adept at, at murder, killing, shooting like this, and I got kind of trampled that last thing. So I'll come to the door. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let them go in. Okay. Oh, you rush in. Uh, this is Magnus, and again, the good doctor comes in. Gerhardt, about three seconds around before, his the footsteps stop around the edge of the uh, the edge of that corridor, the entrance into the warehouse itself. And then you see an arm reach round 
the corner. So as you do that, you yep. cast uh, Wrath, of a- uh, Wrath of Ages. Wrath of Ages. And a stick of lit dynamite is coming towards you. Basically, they just threw one round the corner, but you still have a target. You only have one visible target, so I presume you're going to be um, pumping it all into that one. Correct. Okay. Uh, roll me your dice because you don't have to, I don't, you don't need well, to make an opposed roll for it. Quick question: In, um, Wrath of Ages. I mean, um, Fist of uh, Yaxothoth is instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Can I cast that instead and push the dynamite back into the room? Oh, okay. So you you're prepped to do one, but then decide shit and just um, do it and change it to that instead. Okay. Because yeah, it's instantaneous, I'm... so. Why don't you just kick it? More <laughs> <laughs> uh, chance of this. How roll or? No, it's oh, just, you've already cast it, so you don't need to worry about doing that aspect of it. It's just assigning how much strength you want to do and then doing the strength versus the um, the con roll of the target. So is there a chance that'll make it blow up straight away? It doesn't do damage. It pushes back and d- takes away strength. So mm-hmm. I don't think so. I'm gonna. It's two points per magic. I mean, it's one point, one magic point per two points. So I'm not gonna chance it. I'm gonna put twenty points into it because I don't wanna. I'm. You've got enough. <laughs> yeah, I got enough. I got four hundred and ten in the staff. A hundred. No, that's fifty pal. All right, yeah, four hundred and ten in the staff and fifty pal in the staff mm-hmm. plus my stuff. So. Give me a strength roll then. Uh, if you're doing, if you're doing twenty points into it, that's going to be like forty d ten. So average of that, it's going to be forty times five. That's on the fly maths. Brain hurting. Two hundred. <laughs> Two hundred. Okay. If I see the guy toss the the dynamite, I'm I'm running away from the door. <laughs> well, a strength roll against two hundred. Yeah. Uh, freaking O two. Right, you punt the dynamite straight through the crates that you saw that are blocking your way. Otherwise, it potentially would have bounced off the crate and landed still within uh, an area to do you harm. Instead, it goes straight through one crate, straight through the next crate, and then into what seems to be a wider uh, open area behind it. And then it goes off. So there is an almighty boom that happens in the interior of the warehouse. So Odd, Odd comes through, getting the scenery, and then what, what's that stick of O? Oh, and then there's a boom off in the distance. We'll descend, into, uh, we'll descend into rounds at that point. So Magnus is first up on 90. What do you do? Well, that's a subtle entrance. Um, Just a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to... Um... I'm going to say, did I see the arm come through? Yeah, so you, you saw the stick being thrown. I'm going to sort of gauge where I think the body might be, where that arm, th- like, on the wall, and I'm mm-hmm. going to um, put my elephant gun and fire through the wall. Okay. We'll give the the wall... Or effectively two walls because you'll be you're going to be firing through a corner so you get the first yeah. this bit of the corner then this bit of the corner yeah we'll give them a certain degree of armor yeah of course 
Right. And because you're shooting with only a rough idea of where they are, I'm going to give yeah. you a penalty die. Sounds good. All right. So uh, first one is a hard pass and second one uh, is an extreme pass. So it's going with the hard. Okay. Well, it's still a hit. So roll damage. Okay. 3d6 plus four. As, uh, uh, as Connor said in uh, as Connor said in the chat, yeah, the the one who can actually curve bullets around a corner would be really good to have right now. But he's <laughs> currently killing children, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, the minute he's haggling about uh, haggling about a map in a uh, the equivalent of a corner shop. When he hears points. the bomb go off, yeah, eighteen points. Ouch. Okay, so even with giving him five points of armor. Yeah, um, you see the hand again, um, and then the body that it's attached to, or what's left of the body that it's attached to, just slump and fall uh, out from around the corner, with, a, with just a bloodied mass around its uh, around its front. It, the serpent person isn't even attempting to hide its um, its natural appearance here, but yeah, it's still very very dead nonetheless. So that's going to be him gone. Next up, then, given Dex order, will be Odd on 75. I'm standing about 100 feet away from the building, watching the little bits of stuff that are falling from, uh, from the, the dynamite going off. Mm -hmm. And standing there, I'm, I'm like, oh, I hope they didn't get blown up. <laughs> and wondering where, uh, where, where Connor is. Oh. Connor, about two blocks away at this point, or two streets over, um, will definitely hear the blast. And realize, realizing that, yeah, that's back, uh, pretty much you are certain that that's the direction of the warehouse. Cool. So, um, how is the buying the map going? <laughs> <laughs> well, you had just, say, found a, um, a corner store, like a, con a convenience store. So there's selling newspapers, magazines, cigarettes, that, that kind of thing. And having found a um, a shop a shop teller or a keeper that can speak English, was just saying to you, oh yeah, this looks to be a list of descriptions and doing a quick rattle off without reading the whole thing. It is a list of U five, and the bottom is, uh, yeah, it says if the uh, the person who's been given this list sees any of these individuals uh, to go and meet with a uh, with a doctor at the. Um, at the um, at the docks, and then gives you a particular gives you a particular dock, and then at that point, boom. Oh, yeah. Say again. I I I I hear the boom, um, and I just um. So. Is there is I is there like a car, uh, parked somewhere by yeah, the shop? There, there almost certainly will be, or a bike. There's, there's there's options for transport. Okay. So it sounds like you've got. We'll leave you thinking of which which one you want to take. Next up, then, will be uh, say odds going. Yep, keeping away from that blast. 
Uh, the good doc is on 70. He's also muted. Sorry. I will... I'm really only good in hand-to-hand, -hand and I'm not rushing in there, so I will lay low by the entrance door that I followed Magnus through. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're staying, you're staying at base at the front of the reception then, with the, uh, the big heavy reception desk between you and any other potentially future explosions. Exactly. If, if uh, Gerhard or Magnus get hurt, I'll help, or if there's any hand-to-hand, -hand, I can rush in, but right now, it's not my time. Okay, so you can count that as a hold. So if you do want to, to act later, then I'll, I'll buy you that. Thank you. Next is the first of the gang round the corner. So you see one serpent um, person lean round the corner and with a flame gun round their, um, round their arm, they just fill the corridor with fire, basically trying to immolate, uh, immolate Gerhardt. Gonna be against their attack skill. Thirty-three is a success. So, how much damage? That'd be seven points uh, of flame coming Gerhardt's way. Do I get a chance to fight back or dodge? It's a ranged attack, so oh, unless you're okay. up close and up, up close and personal, it's like dodging bullets. This is not the Matrix. Got it. But you do have the nice, convenient Mego armor, don't you? Yeah. There is that. So your clothes might get a bit singed, but you uh, you remain quite webby and uh, coolly and relaxed underneath. So I believe off offhand that gives you eight points, if I remember Correct. right. Correct. Yep. Your clothes are singed, but the rest of you feels fine. Your moustache might be a bit smoky. <laughs> there is that. Okay, so he's going to be mildly disappointed when that happens. And so is probably the next guy, because he's going to do the same thing on 55. But that is after your action. So, Gerhardt's next. I will do Wrath of Ages. Slice my hand and fling the blood out at them. Um, okay. So, uh, again, because at this point you've only got one visible target, so if you oh, want, okay. you can dump, dump it all on them, or you can hold. No, I'll just dump it all on him then. Okay, roll your damage. Uh, it's 1d6 sand loss. Let me just do that first. Uh, two, so it would be one. Yep, because it's halved. Right, so... Okay. And I'll just use a point of luck to absorb that. <laughs> Ten points of magic off. And that is 5d6 damage. Where I only have one six sided out. Uh, two points, four, that's six, ten total, twelve, seventeen. The last one was a six. Okay, uh, he just turns to ash or dust that you fling the blood to it, and then it just this stunned effect as if he's been hit by a uh, by an almighty fist staggers back and as he does so bits of him just start to drop off as he rapidly ages and then crumbles into um, crumbles into this pile of dust and i yell in the cow surrender and live fight and die give me an intimidate roll with a bonus dice 
I don't think I have. I have 15 points. Uh, 27 with the bonus dice is now 77. Okay. Well, they're going to do something. Then the next two, the two, the two that are left, both go after everyone that's left there because they have a dex that's less than 60. Give me a list. Um, everyone that's in the reception can give me a listen roll. Uh, that's a 17. So hard, hard pass. 90. Okay. Gerhardt doesn't hear it. He's uh, too, too bloodthirsty and concentrating on the pain in his palm and uh, kind of putting his oar into, uh, into yelling at them. Magnus and the Doctor then, um, you hear what, seems to be, uh, what sounds like the striking of a match, a hiss, and then feet rapidly running away from you. Uh-oh. More I'm running night. towards that sound. Towards that sound. Yeah, I'm pulling. They obviously don't want us to get stuff that's in there, so I'm going to try and get there before they blow up to pull the wicks out. I will okay. stay behind the desk to survive to piece Magnus back together. Ah. Well, so the good the good doc has held his action. So if you did want to do something uh, brave or uh, stupid <laughs> as that, you can certainly do so. I will. I will. I will make myself safe to patch Magnus up. Okay. So you are, you are hoping that the desk is big enough uh, to, uh, to act as armor. Is, isn't, so the, it's the reception room, and then there's a hallway, and then a big yep. big room. That big room's where that's going up. Okay, that's Around, around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like probably 20, 30, 40 feet away from it. Yeah, about 20 feet. Okay, and we've got like two sets of walls. Well, unless it's a bundle of dynamite, I'll stay behind the desk. <laughs> and for okay, in which case then, uh, we're going to... again? I just was joking, a 10-foot high bundle of dynamite. Oh, yeah, that, that would be bad. Building and everything. <laughs> is... right, you have... Um, no one else is going in the round then, so it's the beginning of the next round. It's Magnus is up first. So you're going to run, run on towards where this sound is. Do what? Would I have any knowledge of how long a, a normal, like, wick of dynamite will burn for before it blows? From my experiences, there, there is a lovely uh, phrase: "How long is a piece of string?" It is completely customizable. Yeah. You can just snip it to however short you want it. True. Yeah. There are fast burning ones and slow burning ones. So. They kind of clipped it at the. But they wanted except, to get except that they wanted to get away. Right, exactly. So. That's true. They wanted to scarper. And I'm just wondering if the, that's my thought process is if they're obviously trying to blow it up to hide whatever's in there. Or they're trying to blow you up. Magnus is just frozen at the end of this hallway. Yeah, he's, he's thinking. <laughs> he's got super speed thinking. Um. Fuck it, I'm a pulp hero. Let's do it. Let's try and pull the wick out of this dynamite. Or throw it after them. <laughs> How's your luck? <laughs> Max. <laughs> well, first of all, you can give me 1d6. Uh, um, 
That's a four. Okay. You get round the corner and find that there is basically a large crate uh, the size of like an apple crate, um, crate of apples would be, Mm. that's just sticks of dynamite that are laid out uh, without fuses attached. But there is a bundle of four sticks that's lying on top of it. And that's what's being lit. You have four separate wicks to pull out. Okay. Now, you are quite right in saying that because they wanted to get out of here, they haven't, it's not a short fuse. It's whether you can pull them out, um, basically pull them out in time. Can I see them? They have gone round, basically inside this part, the warehouse has got this uh, very similar again to the New York uh, warehouse that you went into where it's boxes have been arranged so there are walkways between them. Mm. It's almost like a wall of crates that greets you. They've basically gone round the corner and deeper into the warehouse. And from here, you can hear the sound of them just running further and further and further away. Okay, so I can hear them though. Yes, they, the sound is still re- the sound of their footsteps is still reverberating inside the warehouse. It's most so likely there's lots of, of doors. I have a sense of direction of which way they're in. They are running as as far away from you, the easiest and most direct route possible to get away from where you are. All right, I'm picking up the bundle, yeet, in the in their direction. Uh, okay, right. Give me a throw roll then. Yeah. O six will do it. It soars into the air and goes out of sight as it clears over the wall of crates. And then a few seconds later, you hear it hit the ground. Uh, give me another listen roll. Um, that is a regular. That's just a regular. Y- your unhearing sense of direction, uh, you can hear this, fuck me! In the car, being heard from the other uh, from the other side of the warehouse. Okay, um, and, and after I hear that, I'm bolting back to where Gerhard and Valens and everything are diving over the bench and tucking up. <laughs> okay, well that was on that was on ninety, seventy five odd. You see the uh, the running, the throwing, and the running back. Well, I saw. Okay, now so I was waiting. Uh, now I'm like. Okay, I haven't heard any. I've I've heard some blasts and things. I'm going to go see what's going on now. So I'm I'm walking kind of casually up, back up to the door to look inside and see what's going on. You, you could catch Magnus diving over the desk and then doing a duck and cover. Oh shit! Okay, I'm not <laughs> trying to run away again. So, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Moving away. Yeah. I um. The good doc is on seventy. You've got so you've got someone joining you for company now. Back, okay. Back here. So is, is Magnus saying anything? What's in there, or do I just see him diving for cover? Diving for cover by the sound of it. If oh, I okay. see so the dock yeah. when I dive over, I'm yeah, literally diving. That. I'm getting it, the dock under me. <laughs> I am, I am hunkering down, prone on the floor behind the desk, under Magnus. <laughs> Trying to save my nice bowler. Yeah. Okay. Right. The next up will be uh, will be one of the serpent people that's left before. I oh, know because you killed the one who went before. So it's Gerhardt next because the other two have got less decks than uh, than you. 
Now, does dominate need to be within visual range or just something? Uh, yeah, you need line I of sight. I wanted to tell him, come to the dynamite. <laughs> I'm just going to stand in the doorway. Okay. Oh, I am going to make a roll. See how they mess, see if they mess this up. So my target is for the ones that's left is 50. 20 is hard. Okay. Uh, you hear a and then a thud and a bounce, bounce, boom, and the dynamite lands back at the front of the corridor. Not by the and not directly in the crate with the dynamite, but gets thrown back over that's the crate. What I was thinking that's why I stood in the doorway. I was going to see if I could just push it right back at them. <laughs> Playing ping pong with a bloody dynamite. Okay, um, are you using Fist of Yog Sothoth again? Yeah, but I'll only spend 10 points this time, so it makes it 100 strength. Yeah, go ahead, roll it. That was overkill, but I didn't know how... <laughs> mm -hmm. um, 35. Okay. And against its con, which is going to be minimal. Yeah, that's, that's a definite fail. Um, it shoots straight back over. In fact, through the hole that your first stick made. Uh, there's a um, another kind of yell of Nakal uh, from the other uh, from the other kind of the warehouse. Essentially, goes for fuck's sake, and <laughs> at which point the other serpent person is going to then try and throw uh, because you've got the two of them back there. He's going to try and throw it back at you. It's like a really weird game of pong. Yeah, of course. <laughs> hot potato. Yeah, yeah. It's literally hot yeah. potato. Yeah. The, the losing side's not going to look pretty though. <laughs> This one has 60. And 42 is a success. So again, lands on the crate and then drops down, um, drops down at the front at the end of the corridor. Right. Uh, next up, it's Connor. Having read your message, um, do you want to give me an intimidate roll for that? Okay, so I think the people might enjoy. Let's go. I'll give you, give you an intimidate roll. Uh, Remember you are scary. Yep. So bonus. Yep. So a thirteen is an extreme success. So when right. this woman emerges from the alleyway <laughs> yeah, with a pistol in hand to mug somebody for their car. Yeah, you you have this guy who's just going over to go get in his car on the edge on the side of the street. Um you have an empty car that smells vaguely of excrement as the uh as the uh, the previous owner uh promptly turns their tr uh, trousers a different shade as they run away screaming the fact that someone just pulled a gun on them. Okay. And you have a car. Sweet. I'd like to go to the docks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You start pootling off. So you are putting this whole scene a yeah, long I, way I, I have a feeling Dr. Gonzalez wasn't expecting a, a lady to show up. So. Very true. <laughs> All right. So... That is the end of that round. Um, as Magnus is the one that's initiated this ping pong, do you want to give me another 1d6 roll? One. Okay, that's how many more rounds this thing's got to go before it blows up. It will, um, it, this, this bundle will go up at the end of this round. Oh. So, you're up first, and there's a stick of dynamite. Well, you're, yeah, you're hiding behind the... Uh, you're hiding behind the desk, but you hear a thud as the, uh, the stick lands back down the other side. 
Gerhardt's got a question. No, I was pointing to Magnus that I was going to... Okay. Hold one second. Yeah, I'm going to... I'll hold. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to say hold your round, but then... Yeah, you know, I'll hold. I want to... Okay. <laughs> Fist of Yagsathoth, that entire crate, threw all the other crates right back at them. And I'll put as much magic into it as I need to move that big thing. Okay. I want to well, that's, crash that's all gonna be, That's got a couple of steps down the initiative order. So first up, it's odd. Well... I feel like yelling hold just so that finally Magnus will do something that I say, but um, I, I think I'm, I'm still, I'm, I've run back now. So I'm, I'm back by the edge of the jungle waiting for the building to blow up. <laughs> well, at least on the other side of the street and running further away, if you want to retreat. The, I mean, retreat if I had, far. if I had an anti-gravity machine, which we left back at home, I could have, Flung it straight up into the sky, but I, I'm not doing anything. I'm waiting for the bomb <laughs> to go you, off. Right, you are out of the line of fire or yeah. outside the blast radius. Let's put it that way. Uh, next, then, is the good doctor on 70 who's under Magnus. Is it possible for me? Now, I, I'm aware that there's multiple sticks of dynamite in there, or basic, no one said anything, and I haven't seen it. So, all I think it's just one stick. You hear a thud, it sounds a bit more than one. Oh, okay. So if I'm perceiving that, then I'm going to try to bolt through the, the door out of the reception, get out of the building. I, I, I will let him. Thank, <laughs> Just thanks, Magnus. Scramble out. Yeah. I will be back after a loud noise. <laughs> Does Gerhard actually know about the crate? Yeah, you can see the, you can see the crate. Oh, it's well, the crate. not the crate full of dynamite, but you can see the wall of crates that he's already pushed one stick through, so there's a kind of fist-sized hole that's going through it. Okay. So now it's the Gerhardt. You're going to try and do Fist of Yogg-Sothoth on pretty much everything in sight to just throw the dynamite, the crates, everything. Yeah, I want to push way. the whole warehouse back to them, or as much as I can. Okay. Uh, that's going to cost a, uh, a bit more. Uh, so... I'm going to say that it's going to take uh, double the normal amount then if you're going to be um, casting that sheer volume of material. That way. Yeah, that'll probably do it. Okay, um, so give me a roll versus 100. On that. You'll notice that, that every... be a roll versus 200, uh, 400. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Doubling the cost, so it's going to be... 73. So a regular? Yeah. Uh, 98 isn't much of a resistance. There is this almighty sound of wood. Dynamite doesn't make too much of a sound, apart from the hissing gets a bit further away, as just the wall moves and then collapses back on itself so that you can... Uh, you now actually see a bit more of the interior of the warehouse, but it gets thrust a long way forward. Um, it looks like there's a row of maybe uh, cot beds or rolled up, mattr uh, rolled up mattresses and sleeping bags that probably enough for about a dozen people that were in this central area. But evidently no sign of all of them being here, but it looks like almost like a military barracks. But yeah, there's, there should be a hell of a lot more people here and they're not. But 
up against the far wall, running towards the uh, running towards the door at the back of the warehouse. Um, you can see these two serpent people trying to desperately get out of the way of these falling crates and not having so much of a good time. As a stick of dynamite lands, or the, the bundle of dynamite lands like a cherry on top of the pile that is burying them. That was on 70. So, oh no, that was on 60, rather. So now it's the two serpent people. I'm going to give them dex checks, or a combination of dex and strength, to see if they can actually get out. Because so I held, because I held, yep. does that mean I can go in any spot? Uh, you can jump in at any point, so you can see what their action is to do. Uh, they declare their action to be and then act. So it looks like both of them are going to try and basically dig themselves out. One of them is is a bit of a coward. He's just going to try and run for the back door. The okay, other one. I'm is gonna. Going to how far away from me and and Gerhard is the stick of dynamite from the, like now? Probably about 50, 60 feet. Um, how far is that in yards? Uh, but roughly about three foot to a yard, I think. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to go up next to Gerhard and flame gun the dynamite from this distance. So I'm going to make that the, the wick's gone. Like, it's going off it's now. It's off this round anyway. No, but they've got the, the action to move around. I'm, like, it's... They're It'll not going to have time to run. Going back. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm flame gunning it as it's on them. Yeah, I see where you're going. Okay, uh, it's a fairly small target over a, rel over a relatively um, yep. high distance. So I'm going to put it. It's just a harder difficulty to hit it. Okay. So if you give me a under half of your firearms roll, then you've got it. Um. Yep, twenty-two. That does it. Okay, it's, all you need to do is a minimum of one, so there's no point doing a, um, doing a damage roll. Okay. It goes off. Uh, it's far enough back in the warehouse that you're not caught in the immediate blast radius, but the one thing you would be caught in is shrapnel. Yeah. So, as you're the only one that's far enough forward, do you want to give me 2d6? Yep. Um, okay. Two and a two, four. Okay, so that's four damages. You are hit by bits of uh, bits of cot bed, bits of crate, nails, and other um, other shrapnel that comes your way. But well, I'll uh, take my my health shake thing, so I take no damage. Tough guy, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Connor here's an even bigger blast as he's uh, pooting away in his uh, in his new car. <laughs> <laughs> And yep, odd. You see the uh, the top of the warehouse, the the back the the back roof blow off, and just this fireball erupt out. But not as big as it would be if it was a whole crate of dynamite that went off. Well, I wouldn't know about the crate, but um, what I will do is I'll wait a couple of minutes, and if I don't hear any noise, I'll go up there and I'll go. Is anybody still alive? <laughs> Uh, I think po poking your head in through the reception desk, you've got uh, the good doctor who's uh, scrambled out the door and is now joining you outside. And otherwise, coming back out, uh, Magnus is uh, dusting off his uh, his shoulders, and Gerhardt looks slightly singed for some reason. Any but idea what was in the warehouse? Gas leak. There was a gas leak. What was in the warehouse? I go into the warehouse and start looking through the rubble. 
Yeah, so the whole thing is destroyed. Thousands of diamonds that are all shattered. Millions oh. of pounds of gold that are all melted. <laughs> Treasures bur- uh, pulled up from archaeological teams across the, yeah. across the area. Priceless relics. Yeah. The crown and the scepter, both shattered to pieces. <laughs> yeah, that vital piece of tech that you needed to complete the campaign. Nice. Um, you can, if anyone's searching through the what's left of the warehouse afterwards, um, you think you're probably going to be on a time um, on a timer because this will have attracted attention. Yeah. So the authorities, in some shape or form, will be heading here in the not too distant future. Give me a spot hidden roll. Uh, you're going to need a hard. What happened to? Connor. Uh, I got a 15, so that's an extreme. 43, just regular. Uh, hard. What was it that we were playing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a 35, so that's a regular. Okay. You do find um, in the first office that goes off on the right... That looks like it um, has got some very familiar name, or rather a familiar name on some of the correspondence here of one Dr. Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, the next one that was opposite, was opposite the toilets uh, seems to be the office of the guy that uh, Gerhardt slit his throat. Um, a doctor, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation here, a Sequiria, that it looks like he is also a uh, Caduceus operative. And inside there, there's a series of uh, docking permits um, for for the docks, see down there, uh, for a what looks to be some kind of maybe fishing trawler, but some definitely a big boat, not um, not a small kind of wooden hull thing that um, one person can uh, can pilot. This this is a big kind of industrial sized. Uh, trawler that would have huge nets behind it and huge cargo holds for uh, taking out large amounts of fish. Uh, again, I'm probably going to pronounce butcher the pronunciation of the, the ship's name. Acephius, uh, which is to say currently docked, it's been doing regular trips out to Snake, Snake Island. Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, carrying carrying more than than fish. If you Unless guys it... look, Gerhardt's now wearing a big Panama hat. <laughs> Slightly bloodstained. But... <laughs> Alright, well, I guess where is Connor? Where did he disappear to? We should know. probably go out the back way. I don't know that we can reach the back way now. You blew up the back end of the building. Well, the, there is just a hole at the back. Oh. I'd like to scour the office of the second doctor, the uh, Silius or whoever. Yeah, Sequiria. Sequirius. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if there's any doctor notes, anything that I could get from that. Uh, Say there's more paperwork here. It looks like he had been stationed here for some time. So you've got paperwork that goes back over um, a good period. Um, he's been here probably for well over a year. Um, there's a number. Actually, give me a um, see if you can read through it quick enough. Give me a reading this roll. Oh. See if you can do it quick enough. Oh. 
Oh, uh, 39. So that is a, that's a, oh yeah, that's off of education. That's a hard. Okay, there does also seem to be a, um, like a small ledger, which basically keeps track of money through, uh, flowing through the warehouse. Um, there's obviously regular payments about the acquisition of, um, of goods, uh, payments for staff. And then the last page is dominated by two types of transaction. One, it looks like all the anti-venin for gold lance head viper, uh, vipers has been stockpiled here. It looks like they brought the um, Caduceus brought up the whole supply in the city. Interesting. And you think if anyone was heading to Snake Island and came through here, looks specific, specifically looking for anti-venin, they'd be shit out of luck because it's all here, or maybe was all here, depending on how the um, how the dynamite. It's maybe not so I, quite. I store samples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the other transaction is that there's just a whole list of names that have all been paid the same amount, and it just says information services rendered. Hmm. Is oh, sorry, I'm not there. Oh no, you're. We're searching the two offices. Right, but you, you you're specifically looking at this stuff. I'm not. How much? Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll take these pages here. Yeah, um, um, it's the best part of $1,000 that they've dumped into this information services rendered. To and each? All of, to well, not each. to each person, across the whole oh. across the whole sheet. Um, so it looks like they've paid maybe between 20 to $50 each. So there's quite a few names here. Wow, that's... Uh... Yeah, the thing that strikes you is all the, all the addresses are all down by the docks. Mm, interesting. Oh, so that means... They're oh. paying the locals to take them to the island and back. And watch out probably for us. Yeah, and like that kid that... Uh, Matt, I say I don't, message. I don't know about that, though. <laughs> well, they were doing all No, this. the other ones you saw, the kids was me and Connor. If we... <laughs> okay, uh, give me a extreme roll again. If we can find Kana, we can go back to the ship and we can the Beowulf. Uh, Connor, Connor ran after some. Uh, How there was there was some kid in the street. Yeah, but why is it taking him so long? I, I yeah. I don't know. Probably 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 had to chase the kid for a while. I don't know. He we I saw the kid in the street. Connor obviously spotted him as well. He had a recognition when he saw us. Oh, Scarf it off. Well, he was like. A ruffian street kid type thing, and he saw us scarped. Definitely looked suspicious. Connor chased after him, so I don't know. Maybe he's led Connor on a wild goose chase. Maybe, but Connor's not usually that inept. He's usually very efficient. In he's very people. slow. Connor's a big guy. He doesn't move that fast. But he's a snake man. He can yeah, sneak up on you. Get into your soul. It's because he doesn't have one. Um. Anyway, I want. What are we gonna do? Wait for him? Well, we can't wait here because the cops will be here any yeah, minute. Authorities. Well, this stuff is all about the docks. Let's head on down to the docks, and then Connor's not gonna have any idea where we are. Knowing Connor, it won't take him too long to track us down. We yeah, should. We should torch this place. I mean, the, granted, the dynamite destroyed a lot of it, but we should get rid of the rest of it. It's okay. not on fire? 
<laughs> yeah, uh, is there still the big crate over in the corner of all the dynamite? That hasn't gone off. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll uh, get everyone out and then set it up so that I can do basically do what they were planning to do and blow up the rest of the warehouse. Okay. Because you, you didn't use your flamethrower. You, Sorry? You, oh, when you, you go to look, you're going to get me out. out. I'm not well, no, that'll oh, just yeah. instantly light it all on fire. I don't. I want to mm-hmm. give us time to get away. Oh, but I'm saying that you used your flamethrower already. I think the building has probably been ignited. Uh, oh, uh, no, I only just did like a quick burst to finish off that one stick. Is it? Is the whole place on the other right? side? So uh, it's 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 a big explosion. There will be small fires dotted yeah. around, but not a not a blazing inferno. No, if I light this one, that's everything goes. That's the uh, I'm getting rid of all evidence of everything being here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we want the rest of the world to know there's something going on. That's a pretty heavy discussion to have right now when we're on a timer. Um, well, let's go. Or, or do whatever you want. Like I say. <laughs> um, All right, fine. We'll, we'll leave it for everyone to find then. I'm not even sure what they're going to find, but uh, cots and pillows and That's very warm people. rocks. Um, find serpent people bodies. Let them. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, let's go. Yeah. All right, go, go. Is the docks like walking distance or? Uh, it's probably a 15 minute walk from here. Oh. All right, let's, let's go. Do they see a bunch of passed out people? Or? <laughs> oh, they're not, they're not quite passed out. Um, as, you, as you exit, there's definitely a crowd which is drawn around. And there's, there's probably a good couple of hundred people here and they're looking a bit queasy oh, to say the least yeah it's 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 good for us in the long run i'm just gonna keep remembering that. ignorance is bliss all right on that note as you are moving away as you can hear the uh the sounds of bells ringing of fire trucks and the sound of sirens of police cars uh, Connor arrives at the at the docks. So this this is a quite bustling part of the of the city, and you've got the wide expanse of the South Atlantic stretching out ahead of you, and then the river that then bends around the island, going to your left and your right. Uh, there are lots of small waterfront establishments here. There's bars. There's warehouses. It's all familiar territory. You can hear a multitude of languages being spoken here. It's very very international, um, and you can. Yeah, you have a whole array of places to choose from. This this one particular dock is like a horseshoe. It's got two piers that go out either side. There are large uh, rooms for large boats to pull um, to pull in here, or large ships rather. And yeah, lots of people moving around. So lots of goods being carried. Did the did the papers stay anywhere specific to meet at the docks? Yeah, it, the, you had it's basically an address, which is almost like the the shed. And there's various uh, buildings that are built onto the pier. Uh, one of them looks to be effectively a bit like a chandler's. So it's uh, like selling um, basically nautical goods. 
um, you find that and there is a machine part shed around the back of it. It's basically pointing you towards that um, towards that shed. Okay. Well, once again, still in my my uh, female form that I that I have, I'm going to have that piece of paper that has the instructions. I'm just going to go knock on the door. Okay. Right, because your uh, this particular form hasn't been seen by uh, Caduceus, um, you do notice there is actually a um, another one of these urchin type boys um, that stood in front of the uh, the entrance of the Chandlers, looking at the people that go uh, going by, as if he is looking, kind of doing a quick kind of do you match a description? No. Do you match a description? No. And taking a note of who is say going uh, going by, of course sees you and just doesn't pay any attention particularly and lets lets you on past and then there's say the shed at the back of the the back of the building cool well as i um i got all knock okay there's a pause and then you hear a shuffling inside as if someone's getting up and the door opens uh, slightly, and yeah, admittedly a little, uh, maybe rough around the edges as if he hasn't slept for a little while. Um, slightly dirted suit. There is the figure of Gonzalez. Uh, sir, I uh, I found this note uh, on the street. I think somebody dropped it, but I, uh, if, if there's some kind of reward, I could use the money. I think I saw these these people it describes. Give me. It's not even going to be a fast talk roll. I'm going to say, yeah, give me a persuade roll. Ah, gosh, freaking dang it. Not my strong suit. Not my strong suit. Yeah, no, 63 is nowhere close. Okay. In which case, he looks you up and down. Uh, a note, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. So I'm going to hold up the note and then pull my lightning gun. Oh, okay. And basically burst into the... <laughs> You just can force your way place. into uh, yeah. inside. Okay, well, he's going to back up then. Uh, he's not stupid enough to uh, to argue with that. Uh, he just looks confused. He says, who, who are you? That's a very interesting question. Uh, I used to not look like this at all. Um, but you're going to come with me. Okay, he just nods. You kind, of, you kind of get the impression that he's he's half clocked what you're talking about, but he says um, he just lifts lifts both hands. Um, give me a spot hidden roll as he does that. Nineteen. Um, that's a hard. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, as he does so. Uh, you notice he kind of shrugs like this, um, his neck, and you can see that for a moment it looks like he's trying to hide or he's trying to let slip some kind of necklace or something that he's got round his neck just to send a little bit further underneath his shirt as if he's trying to hide it. Uh, I'm just going to, I mean, once again, gun pressed to him, I'm just going to rip the necklace off. Okay. Um, you grab hold of it and pull. Uh, what you have in your hand then is this small, it looks almost like a little jade pendant. Um, it's inscribed with some lettering that almost looks like Nakal, but it's more, it's more symbolic rather than lettering. 
um, inlaid with uh, with gold. You've definitely not seen anything like this before. You can give me... Well, are you holding it by the necklace or are you grabbing hold of the stone itself? Um, I would be holding it by the stone at this point. Cause... Okay, give me a power roll. Dun, 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 dun. 43 is a pass. Okay. Um, you, at this point, feel that it's not trying to suck. It's not trying to suck anything out of you. You have you have control of it. You are counted as the wielder. Um, this thing is an item of power. This thing can drain magic points from other people. Snapples. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it on Gonzalez to uh, tire him up a little bit. Okay, right. Um, you just push it straight on him. You have to make physical contact for it to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, he is actually going to try and dodge out the way because he, when he sees you do that, it's, he's like, hell fuck no, and tries to move. Some fighting brawl, I'm assuming. Oh, yes. Versus his dodge. 57 is good. Okay. Uh, his dodge is 45, and he rolls 18. So that will be... That will be a hard. So, in which case, the, uh, the dodge wins on the, on the tie. So, yeah, you're trying, you reach forward to, say, to push it up against him, and he's like, hell no, and just moves, and just moves a little bit further back out of your arm's reach. All right, all right, fine. I won't use your little uh, little thing on here, but seriously, I'll uh, wave the gun. I do need you to come though. I'll pocket the thing. Just, uh, just point the way. Just keep that, keep that thing away from me, okay? All right, all right. So I'm going to bring him back to my car, mm-hmm. um, and drive kind of back towards the warehouse and see if I spot the uh, the others. Um, you spot the motley crew walking uh, walking down the road. They would towards. be pretty easy to, to stop, so I'll I'll pull the car over. Mm-hmm. Um, right. There's there's this um, there's this rather attractive female pulls over in a little bit beaten up car, but with a very familiar passenger. I found an old friend. Hop in. Hey, is that? How's that like? It's it. They must be both with Caduceus. It's well. It's Consolvis. Insolvus and and his secretary. Do I um yeah? Do I can I do a spot? Hey 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 hey! If you kill me, Gabe will be really sad. Gabe, how do you know? It's fucking oh. Connor. It's Connor. <laughs> I'm not fucking Connor. You hey, got Consolvus. Consolvus to the window. Where did you get this out, out costume? I like it. God. Oh, I no picked one. it up in New York. Every, get in. Get in. It's not Zoe, is it? No. no. Oh, no. It'd be very, otherwise, Zoe would have pulled up in a car and it'd be really... Uh, very very strange. Oh, that would have been yeah. bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been a cubby the blows and like fight to the death. That's, that would basically. be with throwing hands. <laughs> so, some, somebody would be getting a half terrain device for a birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> with a very short timer. Yeah. Um, I'll get in the get in the back seat then uh, on one of the window sides. 
Okay, so I, I want to sit next to Gonzalez. <laughs> nice. Of course you do. Your, your buddy oh, of course you do. Give him a big hug. I missed your buddy. <laughs> so, Doc, we've kind of undone everything that you and your buddies have been trying to do. Oh, oh, oh one, one second. Uh, I'm going to take out the little necklace and toss it to Gerhard. Give me a power roll. Oh. <laughs> if he fails <laughs> Another old freaking two. Oh my god! <laughs> right, uh, yeah, it was yeah, made probably like this. <laughs> yeah. um, this is in some ways better than your enchant uh, enchanted cane, but in some cases not so good. Uh, this thing, when you hold it up against someone, can drain one d10 magic points per round from the very first round at which you use it, but only stores a maximum of fifty magic points. Okay. Uh, there are currently thirty-five in it. Can I transfer them from the ring to the staff? Uh, well, not a ring. It's a uh, it's a pendant. Oh, pendant, pendant. Yeah, but yeah, you can you effectively let it flow through you and into the into the cane. So if you want That's to drain awesome. it, you can. Well, <laughs> yeah, because that way. No, you know what? I'm gonna leave them in there for now in case I get separated from the the cane. The cane. I still have. In fact, I'll put some from the cane into the ring. To make it full at full fifty, so um, and I'm gonna put it, tuck it in. Actually, I'll put it onto a, a leather cord or another cord. You know what I mean? So it it's hard to pull off. Okay. Yep. You have it round your neck. Gonzalez is kind of looking a bit like he's uh, he's lost an old friend, and is uh, yeah a little bit miffed, especially with uh, people rubbing it in his nose. That hey, we've got uh, we've blew uh, blown up everything you've been working for. Kind of, this puts a scratch in what you did. Thank you. Now look, look, Doc. Um, I personally think that somewhere along the lines in the beginning, you were a real scientist and that you were completely corrupted and misled by whatever Yig or whatever. But at this point in time, I think you need to understand Meadham's dead. In fact, both Meadham's are dead. We killed him. Right, his his uh, both eyebrows shoot up at that. It's like and he's, Canning. He's, he's Caduceus and Canning and Caduceus has been destroyed. And um, Jesus, we blew up the place in Iceland. We blew up the place in Borneo, in the in the Congo, uh, the, the the Congo. Yeah, we're pretty much we've pretty much undone any kind of plot that the. Uh, the oh, and, and the warehouse. Yeah, and the warehouse. Up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we're heading for Snake Island and then to Moo. So, the Gigians have lost, um, and the Inner Knight has lost. And would you consider rejoining the Monkey Group? And. And I mean, we might consider sparing your life if you tell us what's what we're up against when we get to the island. And also, where's Caduceus keeping the the serpent <laughs> scepter? Yeah, you have the scepter. We're trying to get the crown. Okay, he he raises an eyebrow at that. Uh, give me a persuade roll with a bonus dice. Okay. Twenty-two on the first roll. And an 83. So 22. Persuade. Oh, shit. I've only got 10 in Persuade. Spin luck. 
Yeah, I'll spend 12 luck. <laughs> okay. You can see he's kind of weighing this up in his, uh, in his mind. And maybe those words about, yeah, his boss is dead, <coughs> Canning's dead, and also Rose is dead. You can see pretty much the fight goes out of him um, with that. He just sighs, says, okay, if we, if we part ways, I tell you what you need to know, and then you just let me walk down the street and we never see each other again. Is that, that what you're saying? Not yet. Well, we're taking you with us. But what now? Well, I mean, good God, you're a scientist. I'm sure you want to see the, the Citadel and everything on Mu. Um, I, was, I thought if I told you what you're up against, that that would be sufficient. Well, I didn't mean that, what you think that I meant. I mean, we got to have you around. But when this is all over and we can assure that the world of the monkeys is safe, then you might go to prison. I don't know. Um, okay. Um, well, assuming... But believe me, there are worse things that Connor, Magnus, Gerhardt can do to you, probably Dr. Valens too, than dying. So oh, I, we're not really giving you much of a choice, but <laughs> I could put you out of your misery really quick if you wanted to, but you know. You are a human, for Christ's sake. I, I like living. It's uh, rather attached to it. Um, I can... Oh, I've just seen a um, message. So it looks like there's uh, an arm coming around from the front seat from Gerhardt, and he's uh, draining him dry. Not dry, just uh, a, li a little bit. Uh, don't get any... And I go, don't, don't think about casting anything either, and I touch it to the back of his neck. Okay, um, if you hold it there for a couple of uh, couple of seconds, roll me 2d10. I just, and I'm not doing it for the magic points. I just don't want him flicking his hand and... Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll drain him to the point to just where he's still like, like drunk or groggy because I don't, I know I can cast just by flicking a finger, so... I don't Didn't you already him. fill up the amulet though? I can just transfer it through me into the staff. Mm -hmm. uh, nine and a one. Okay, so 10 in total. Yeah. Uh, do you want to keep going? Because he ain't woozy. Oh, absolutely. Okay, give me um, give me 1d10 at a time then. All right. 10. Okay, he's still not woozy. Next. Sorry, can I just Ten. ask a question about this? Because um, mm -hmm. you've made it so that your staff, you can just suck the power out regardless. So why... It's, it's a lot faster. It's with faster. The way faster. Uh, Instead yeah. of one per round, it's 1d10 per round. Right. The next okay, one cool. is a five. Well, that, uh, you've, got, you've got him after the six. Oh, okay. So at that point, he actually does look physically hurt when you then... Um, he almost turns, not green, but you can see he's on the verge of starting to think about puking up. Then I stop. And I say, if you even cast any spell, I will end your life. And you will forever... Entertain Nyarlathotep. We're on like, good terms. Like I, like I said, I'm more interested in living at this point. But right. you were more interested in turning humanity into slaves. And I slap him in the back of the head. Um, no, I think he was more interested in worshipping Yig. 
Am I guessing correctly? Yeah, you did actually. You do see a look of surprise. What? What do you mean, enslave humanity? And I put, I go like that to add to explain because I'm. You do realize that Caduceus's intention is to enslave humanity. Uh, snakes, the snakes want to rule the world. Now his his jaw drops. You, you can't be serious. It's been their plot all along. And the the inner knight was going to do it by destroying our, our world and going underground and, and burying themselves and coming back out in a million years when we were long gone. Um, we've stopped that plot. Now we've, we're, we're trying to stop Caduceus's plot. They're trying to get to the Citadel on Mu so that they can take control of the entire planet with their little insect plague. Did you help work on that? He, he shakes his head. I thought they were going there to try and resurrect the serpent person, the serpent people empire, that they would have, they would have somewhere they could go that would be free of humanity. Yeah, no, they want to take over the whole world. And now, they're, using, biggest... they're using the scepter and the fucking crown to do it as well. So where's the fucking scepter? I, I don't know. I, the last I... I remember obviously it being brought back by, by you guys from, from Bolivia. I, I don't know where it is. Honest, honestly, any. Do you know about us? Do you know about us being sent to? Uh, where is the pyramid? Uh, that's the Congo. Do you that remember us Congo. being sent to the Congo? Well, we weren't sent to the Congo. No, well, being taken capture in the Congo and all of our stuff being taken on off us. But you went. You went to the facility. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, we blew it up, but you know. Uh, no, I I haven't. There's well, there's been no reports heard from there since well a while now. We blew it up. Now, Matt, do I feel he's telling the truth, or do we need psych rolls, or he's really honest? You can give me a psych roll to back it up. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Mm -hmm. I'll do a psych roll because now I've got my uh, fifty-five out of fifty-five. So okay, yeah, we well. We, Seems honest, but you're not too. You're not totally sure. Um, well, I got a, I got a good a good role, and I've got um insane um psychology. Yeah. You, you are pretty. You're pretty certain then that he is. He's not only just telling the truth, but he is honestly shocked, and you you get definitely feelings that he's been betrayed. That, that he was not. He was obviously he'd made his conclusion about what was gonna uh, what was happening, but he had he'd been kept in the dark by me them. Obviously, because he's not a serpent person, he's not, they're not exactly going to tell the monkeys that they're going to help in the, the subjugation of their own race. So here's the, okay, so guys, I, I'm pretty sure that he's only up and up. I mean, he's he's too scared. But here's my issue with that: if there was no report of us being there, then that means they didn't know anything about the scepter and that being there. Remind me again, G Gilly, when you got up to that main level where the vault was, who it was, was in locked. there first? Um, was Dr. Valens and your brother, I believe. I'm going to look across at Connor. But we don't know that it was in the vault either. I'm going to look across at Connor. Connor. Why does he... They were telling scepter? him everything. Why would he did know? You, they did you they take my scepter? Him. Did you take my scepter? 
Well, when somebody keeps making comments about mind controlling somebody, you do a couple, you do certain things to prevent that from happening. I'll remember that, Connor. Anyway, it doesn't matter in the, in the what do we expect when we get to the snake? Island? So, in other words, we've got the scepter because Connor's got it. Except that we don't have the scepter. Do you have oh, the Connor's scepter on you, Connor? Uh, Rose took it, actually, if you must know. Well, how did Rose get it? I don't know. She left a message. That's it. That's all I know. Where well, he we did killed it. Rose. Yes. Now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Gonna ask her. I don't think he has anything to do with this. Or, it's, or was the queen. I hope it's to be queen, Rose. We don't know. She's got both of them then. We no, don't it know. Sounds like uh, Gerhard wanted to say something. I, I just say, listen, we're wasting time. Yeah, and then I, I rub him where I hit him on the head. And I go, sorry about that. You, you're actually gonna live through this because I was gonna kill you in about two seconds, but you didn't know the plan. So I forgive you. I'm well, not giving you a ring back. All right, all right. We're, 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 we're sweet feelings all around. When we get to the island, where do we need to go? Where is the gate to move? Why are were there bodies in Iceland? that were already transformed into mummies by being exposed to Gitanothoa? Those are questions we need answered. I can, I can answer, I can answer all that. That's, that's easy. Right. And he's going to answer them next week. Because that is how <laughs> I'm going to leave it now. Hell of a cliffhanger. <laughs> wow. Uh, our players included Stuart Lifley, Jason Melichuk, Morgan Llewellyn, St. Fleming, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.